Hey, Jamie, how are you doing today? I am fantastic. How are you today, Roger? I'm doing pretty good, doing pretty good. To everyone listening today on Burn the Ship, we have Miss Jamie Gathers with Operation Outsource. We truly do appreciate you coming by today. Thank you so much for having me. Hey, listen, it's our pleasure. And today we want to learn, how to learn a little bit more about you um, and what it is that you do. But more importantly, when the pandemic happened, we tried to figure out how we could continue to bring value to our referral partners, our clients, our potential clients. And one of those ways was through these business podcasts. So we'll just ask a few questions and truly try to drill down to what is that why. So we'll just try to find out a little bit about you. So tell us, where are you from? I'm originally from the Augusta, Georgia area. Okay, awesome, awesome. Mm -hmm. I've had a few friends that lived out there in Columbia and Richmond County. Mm -hmm. So, okay, well, good. Now, um, lived there your whole life, got a big family out there. What you got over there? You know, I do have a lot of family there. Uh, Grew up there, moved to Atlanta when I turned 18. Actually, a month after I turned 18. Awesome, awesome. So you were just getting away to start working, going to school. What does that look like? You know, my goal, my plan, and we always have a plan, Mm -hmm. was to move up here and go to school and work part-time. And I did it in reverse. I started working, and then life happened, and I got married and had a child. And so I did everything out of order, but after that... I started with the school. Well, good. Well, good. Well, I mean, hey, listen, we all go on our different paths. You Mm -hmm. never know how and what reason while we're doing what we're doing at the time. But so fortunate that you did whatever you did because you're here today. So when you got ready to um, go to school, what did you decide to pick up and do? It's so funny. When I decided I was going to school, I did like most people do. I picked the field that they said would make you the most money and would always have job security. So I picked information technology. Okay. And I absolutely hated it. Oh, no. It was the worst. And I was like, I can't do this for a career. This is so awful. And so at that time, I was still working full time. And the organization I worked for was a nonprofit organization. And when you work for nonprofits, you wear 18 hats. It doesn't matter what your job description is. You're doing everything. Right. And so when I came in there, they said, well, we need someone to handle our technology and train our affiliates. You have to learn this in 30 days. And I said, "Okay, challenge accepted. Nice. Young and ambitious. Right. And uh, I started working with the technology there. And but then I was also handling some of the human resources. And that was my love. That was my passion, dealing with the people and helping them to resolve issues they had, conflicts, all of that. I loved it. So I changed my major. Awesome. And awesome. history has been written. Hey, listen, <laughs> I get it. You know, I've talked to a lot of different business owners. And the thing that helps to separate the ones that are super successful is they find what their passion is about. And they find that one thing that they can do that they would almost do for free. Now, I know we have responsibilities, but, you know, (laughs) if I could, I would do it for free. So that's good that you found that. Um, Now, how long did you stay with that company or that uh, nonprofit? I was with them for five years. And then, you know, the, the recession hit. And nonprofits, of course, if they weren't meeting um, urgent needs, funding went away. Okay. And so the organization closed. And from there, I started working in the for-profit sector because that terrified me. Okay. Because I'm thinking, oh, no, I will never be in that position again where I'm going to lose my job because there's not funding available. And so I started working for midsize and large uh, corporations. 
And then 2014, I was working for a midsize uh, manufacturer as their uh, human resources and accounting manager and hated accounting, but of course, loved human resources. And my boss at the time, he decided he was going to use HR as a weapon against his employees. Okay. And he was, I'll say this, he was a great friend outside of the office, but a terrible person to work for. Okay. And so one night I'm up and I'm, I'm sitting there and I'm like, this is the worst. I'm working 60 plus hours a week. I hate this. I'm building this dream for him, but I hate how what I love is being used. Okay. So that night I decided I was going to start my own business. Okay. And, uh, Two days later, that's what I did. And that's what happened? Yeah. Well, again, part of the reason why we want to do this is so we can share with everyone that's listening why it is you do, you know, doing mm-hmm. what you do. And just off of the few minutes that we've been here so far, you have been consistent with sharing that you have a love for people, mm-hmm. you know, and the human resource aspect of things. Um, it's one of those things where, you know, you're trying to focus on how you can uplift people is what I've gotten so far. Mm-hmm. So you said, hey, look. I think I'm done with this. I've already tried the nonprofit. The for-profit isn't really working. So what is the avenue that you took next? So um, interestingly enough, I went into the office that next day and I sat down with my friend slash owner of the company and I said, you know, you are an awesome guy, but this is not right for me. I'm going to start my own thing. And I won't repeat everything that he said, yes. but he, in essence, uh, dared me to go out on my own and told me we could either forget the conversation never happens and move forward, or I could pack up my things and leave then. Okay. Because I had offered him six weeks notice and to train someone, to recruit and train someone to fill my position. Mm-hmm. And I looked at him and I said, okay, thank you. Thank you for this opportunity. Take care. And I went and I packed up my office and I left. Awesome. And I awesome. started my business the next day. And um, initially what I was doing was offering human resources services to small businesses who otherwise wouldn't be able to afford a qualified human resources person. Right. Because, you know, a lot of times small businesses, either the business owner is handling HR or an admin assistant or an office manager. And they're really not qualified. They do their best, but they're not qualified. Yeah. And But on the flip side of that is hiring a full-time HR manager is so expensive. It's just not in the budget for most small businesses. Yeah. So that's the first thing I did. That's when I jumped out there. Okay. He yeah. should have known because I'm sure you shared with him the story like you just told me when you worked for the nonprofit. They gave you one title, but they gave you 17 responsibilities and you told them, you know, challenge accepted. I'm pretty confident when that ultimatum technically was given, you were like, okay, I'm not afraid to step off of this curb Mm -hmm. and just see what's out here and see how I can help others and then let it be for my dream. Mm -hmm. So with it, you were you know, providing that specialized service for business owners who may not have been able to afford it. Do you remember what was the first company that you worked with? I do. Okay, tell us about Um, it. It was a woman-owned business in my community, and actually it was a contact that was referred to me from someone I worked with at the last job. And she had, I think at the time, she had 38 employees, and there was about a 28% difference from the highest paid to the lowest paid. With the same education, same experience, 
that was a problem. Okay. And a lot of it was based on her mood, how she felt about that person at that time. And, you know, there were a lot of cracks in okay. the foundation. Okay. And um, it was awesome because we were able to go in and restructure her whole organization, adjust the pay. Now, I'm not going to say everyone was happy with the pay adjustments. Absolutely. But it was necessary. But everyone kept their job. She didn't go broke. And her employee satisfaction, the morale went through the roof because people were feeling some sort of way about other people making more money because, you know, people talk. Mm -hmm. And they also felt like others were getting preferential treatment when it came to time off and all kinds of things. So it was an amazing experience because it was just confirmation that I did the right thing. Right. Because when I quit my job, everyone thought I had lost my mind. I can believe it. I can believe it. You know, again, you know, when we get ready to try to do things, some people just don't understand. Mm -hmm. And I have to say that to some of the business owners that I talk with, your dream isn't for everyone Mm -hmm. because not everyone has taken your journey and they understand what you're trying to do. Sometimes people try to put their limitations on you and they not necessarily didn't want you to be great, you know, Mm -hmm. but it's just they didn't think they could do it. So therefore they put that on you. But that is good to see your first opportunity. Mm -hmm. You went into 39 people because she was the owner. And then you were able to go in, find out a solution of how to build the business properly and make sure, I guess, ultimately, she didn't run into any issues with, you know, those possible discriminatory <laughs> situations if it if it was like hey I'm just going to give you this because of that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's an awesome way to start off the business. So that is outsource, right? That's that was the beginning of Operation Outsource or it, was that another business? It was formerly called Synergetic Virtual HR Consulting. Okay. That's a mouthful. I get it. Yeah. I get it. I get it. <laughs> and so I rebranded this year, new year after getting through 2020, and I realized I don't just do HR. My company does more than that. We provide VA assistance, um, oh, for people who don't know what that is, virtual assistant services. Um, also any type of back office work that they need done. You're basically coming to me and saying, this is my idea, this is my product, my service, and I want to do this, and I do it well, but I need someone to make sure I'm operating my business legally and effectively. Okay. And that's what we do. Okay, awesome. That was great lead-in. I was just going to ask that question next, <laughs> so you went ahead and took the lead on that, and that's, right. and that's more than fine. Now, as far as you know, the target businesses mm-hmm. that you're looking for, we understand the services that you're providing. Mm-hmm. Did you have a specific niche or are you kind of agnostic to who you can help? Uh, tell us about that. Well, any field, any um, any area we can service with them because the only big difference is if you have something related to OSHA or HIPAA codes that you have to stay, you know, on track with. But any business the dream is to catch someone when they're about to start their business. Okay. Because when you start, you haven't made any mistakes yet. Also, with HR, you need to set your culture of your organization. You don't want to hire your team and have them come in and set the culture for you. Exactly. Because usually it's going to get out of hand. I can understand. Um, and so f- entrepreneurs just launching, feeling like they're ready to hire, that's the dream. Okay, okay. Now, usually, <laughs> usually it's no, it's not the dream. I get it. Usually they're in the middle of a nightmare and they need help. Mm-hmm. And that's okay, too, because it's not easy, especially when you're owning your own business, to reach out to someone and say, this is beyond what I can do. 
that takes a big person to do that. So yeah, yeah. we yeah. definitely understand. Again, we talk to business owners all day, and the businesses that we help, you know, a lot of times they are great at whatever it is that they do. They mm-hmm. are great widget makers, they're great plumbers, electricians, or whatever it is that they do. But they are good at that skill and not necessarily the foundation and the business solutions that are needed to make sure that it runs properly. So that's excellent. All of you guys that are listening today, um, if you guys know someone who's getting ready to start the business, go ahead and help them to start off the right way by giving Jamie a call. Now, having that good target client in mind, you know, as we're sharing today is, is great. Now, one of the ways that we help is to get people connected with the right people, Mm -hmm. meaning referral partners. Mm -hmm. Like for us, great referral partners are businesses who talk to other business owners, those Mm -hmm. decision makers. Um, During your time doing this business, who have you found to be good referral partners for us to keep an eye out for? Oh, wow. Um, Benefits reps, uh, whether it's group insurance or individual insurance, because some small businesses will offer the benefits, others will not, but they want to be able to give the information to their employees so they can get it on their own. Uh, Employment attorneys, um, another great contact. Um, And CPAs. Okay. Great, great contacts for me because we can, you know, we deal with the same clients and we can refer to each other. Okay, that's a good deal. That's a good deal. I'm always looking to have several options in my pocket. So if a client needs something, I can refer them because I know I cannot be every woman to Mm -hmm. everyone. Mm -hmm. So listen, I get it. I get it. Well, that's cool. That's good that you're are building relationships in that form and fashion because, of course, we always want to get introduced to that perfect client. But one of the things after doing this for years now is realizing the referral partner relationships are just as important as me helping you know the end user and doing that now one of the ways that we build on those referral partners is through our networking um, over you know the past year or so how have you been networking to continue to keep your message out there you know it's it's so it's been a very interesting year because I'm used to like going, going, going in person, shaking hands, passing out cards. And last year, none of that. Mm-hmm. And so um, I've been attending some of your events online, which are awesome. They always have a great turnout. So thank you. I'll thank be you. here to vouch for those. If anyone nice. is looking, come on, bye. go. Yes. Right. Um, I'm also a member of, of several organizations and I serve on a couple boards. So I've been reaching out to those contacts to network, which is something I never really thought about doing before. But yeah, I, I've been doing a lot of reaching out awesome. um, and staying on LinkedIn like every day. I'm yes. I'm on LinkedIn, I'm posting, I'm liking, I'm commenting, just trying to keep that network intact and grow it bigger. Yeah. yeah. That that is awesome. You know, it's the same thing with us when we were trying to figure out what it is that we were going to do because we were huge face-to-face networkers, you know, Bailey actually came up with some ideas about how to get out there virtually. You know, it's good with him being, you know, in a younger age bracket, Mm -hmm. you know, they are doing things that we traditionally would not be doing. So that's when we got onto that early. I mean, we had the idea in March, but we promoted it for about a month before we did it. And that started off a good foundation. So that's good to see Mm -hmm. that you're able to connect with people because like I said, same thing with us. 
we focus local. We can help pe- businesses all over the country, but it forced us to go and meet people. And now that event has people all over the world on it, you know, all over the world. So it's one of those things where it's worked out well for us. Um, now, with this, it is truly, you know, a highlight, you know, mm-hmm. for you. Mm-hmm. So we always like to take a couple minutes okay. and let you give us, you know, what that last word is that you want people to know. So, the floor is yours. I'll be quiet. Thank you. Well, I will say one thing that we've all learned from last year, and if you didn't, you're going to learn it now. Get your house in order. Make sure that your paperwork is where it should be. Make sure you fill out all the necessary forms for your staff, for your finances. Make sure your business is in order. And the reason why I say that is because a lot of small businesses missed out on the opportunity for government funding last year to help their business keep going because they weren't either legal entities or they didn't have all their paperwork in order or they had been paying their employees under the table. You know, there's all these different things. And I I know it's a headache and I know it takes a lot of time. That's why you have companies like mine that can help you or do it yourself. But please make sure your house is in order. That's what I would say. Awesome. That's a magnificent Final word. Now share with us, how can the people listening get in contact with you? Which way would you prefer that they contact you? Well, our our website is operationsoutsourced.com. We're also on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. Okay. Yeah. So all those resources. So you can either reach me via email, which is Jamie, which is J-A-M-E, at operationsoutsourced.com. Or you can look on our website. Uh, there's a phone number. However you want to reach me, send a carrier pigeon, you know. <laughs> just a smoke signal or anything. Just let me know. Just, so yeah. that's Operation Outsource. Operations. Operations Outsource. Yes. So you guys go there, uh, connect with her on LinkedIn. Um, just highly confident she's going to be a great referral partner for you, if not be able to send you over some of those target clients and provide that business solution that we all need when it comes to human resources and virtual assistance. Uh, Again, we truly appreciate you taking time out today. We look forward to building on our relationship from here. Thank you so much. You're welcome. So again, everyone, we have Miss Jamie Gethers. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. All right.